this is where you're meant to be. Like, I know it. I've never. My best self is better than every single person who's going to walk on that platform that night. Gosh, man, that was, was a moment that changed my life, man. Work harder than everyone else and just keep going. Get up and do it again and again and again. The journey to a better you starts right now. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Kelly. On this week's show, it's going to be solo episode. So if you don't enjoy these, if you don't come here just to hear me talk, feel free to just sit this one out. I'll be back with another guest next week. But if you do like to hear my perspective on life a little bit, I'm going to open up in this one on what's been going on the past six months or so, how my perspective on everything has basically changed I always leave these solo episodes usually in one of two ways I'm like wow I didn't have a clue on what I was talking about or two I usually pick up something about life that I didn't really think about before so chances are I'll say something maybe one thing that's revolutionary in this podcast at least revolutionary to me but I wanted to go into kind of the struggles that I've been facing the last six months or so um, life's changed a lot and it's been hard for me to kind of deal with a shift in priorities, deal with a shift in just the way I've been approaching everything. So when I started the podcast in 2019, I was a competitive weightlifter. That was basically my sole purpose in life. If you saw the numbers that I was hitting, you would ask me why and probably think I was crazy, but that's how I determined how I had a good or bad day. It was based on how training went that day. It's like, wow, I hit some good snatches. It was a great day. If I had a rough day in the gym, had a couple misses, it transferred over into everything in life. And that's kind of how I lived for the last two years or so. The more, um, I mean, in the beginning of the podcast, I just wanted to have on a bunch of weightlifters. I wanted to talk to people in my weight class who were better than me try to take some secrets away from them. But the more people I talk to, I realize the way they approach diet, um, training, recovery, all that stuff, realize that I just didn't want to be at that level. And I'm not saying that I'm not going to have weightlifters or crossfitters or anybody who's high level at anything on the podcast anymore, because I love doing that. I love talking to these high performers, people who are the best at what they do. I think we can all take something away from that. But I was kind of going through a little bit of a crisis when I realized, hey, I'm not the best at what I do at anything. Not really high level. And uh, I've always wanted to be high level. That was the goal, to be elite at something, whether it was baseball, CrossFit, weightlifting. I've always wanted to be the best person in the room. I never was that person. And now as I'm doing the podcast, it's the same way, but it's not the same. The The way I kind of approach things now are way different. And I think this started when I got into jujitsu and realized that I wanted to do that. I really enjoyed it. I like to go into the gym, but I have no desire to compete in that. So what do I do? How do I go about being a normal person? How do I go about not scheduling the next competition? How do I go about training in the gym with the sole purpose of just getting a little bit better just not worry about who i'm beating not worry about what my numbers are on the bar 
just trying to feel good. And uh, I think when I started to do this a little bit, I realized that I don't have to spend 40 minutes on mobility every night. I realized that my diet isn't super important. I realized that my warm-ups in the gym don't need to be as long if I'm not going to be as competitive. And uh, I think that started to trickle down into everything in life. And I've started to notice I'm slipping everywhere because I've never experienced not being competitive. I always felt like I had to train for the next thing. So I always put things into, I organized my life in a way that was going to make me the most successful for the next event coming up. Now that I don't necessarily have those events or I'm not focused on one singular thing, I let everything slip. Even with the podcast, kind of just not doing the things that I need to do to reach my goals, but also not having goals. So it's kind of hard to to know where you're going when you don't know where you're going. And uh, so it's been a tough shift, but uh, we're getting through it. I think the first thing that you can do when you realize that you're not living up to your own expectations, and I'm not talking about anybody else here. I'm talking about if you can look in the mirror at night and say you did everything you could, then that's a great day. But if you look in the mirror or you're sitting in bed and you realize that you didn't do everything that you could have that day, I think that's a hard conversation to have with yourself. Lately, I've been having more and more of these conversations with myself that, hey, I'm not living up to where I want to be. I'm not living up to my values. And when you kind of get away from competition, I think the values are where you really start to notice if you're living accordingly to them or if you're just completely off track because you don't really have goals necessarily anymore but those values are what's going to keep you going so being honest with yourself when things aren't going well i think is super important it's uncomfortable it's uh it's annoying you don't want to have to be like hey you're not living up to your values you're not doing everything that you said you were going to do and we all have those moments where things shift where you know you wanted to be the best at this thing then you realize hey i don't want to be the best at that anymore it's on to the next thing and uh i guess that's the life that a lot of people lived and i just didn't know but that's kind of where i'm at and it's it's kind of spilled over into the podcast just because my habits haven't been as good i haven't been reaching out to people as much i haven't been putting as much effort as i can into episodes and again, these aren't comfortable. It's not comfortable to, to come on here and say, yeah, I'm not doing the things that I said I was going to do. But we need to be honest with ourselves. I think, you know, that's a path that you need to follow. If you want to live up to being better than yesterday, which is my purpose, which is what I'm trying to do, you need to look yourself in the mirror. You need to sit in bed and think about, did I do everything I can? And if you didn't, if the answer is no, a couple days in, the, in a row, that's okay. You can get back on track. But if you start to really pile it up and it's like, hey, I'm totally off track, there's a few ways that you can come back. One of the things that I always like to do is journal and uh, read. And I'm going to talk about 
what I've been reading lately, I feel like this book has been super valuable and we're going to relate that back. So this is the Almanac of Naval. I will link this up in the show notes, but there was some really good stuff that I was reading over the last couple days and it was kind of helping me come to grips with all the things that I've been dealing with. So, um, okay, this one is basically talking about competition. So, escape competition through authenticity. Basically, when you're competing with people, it's because you're copying them. It's because you're trying to do the same thing, but every human is different. Don't copy. And it goes on to say, if you are fundamentally building and marketing something that is an extension of who you are, no one can compete with you on that. Who's going to compete with Joe Rogan or Scott Adams? It's impossible. I don't know who Scott Adams is, but uh, obviously know who Rogan is. If some Is somebody else going to come along and write a better Dilbert? No. Is somebody com- going to compete with Bill Watterson and create a better Calvin and Hobbes? No. They're being authentic. So, I mean, that's one thing that we can all strive to be on. I've brought up social media countless times on here, but how many times are we just bullshitting on social media how many times are we just trying to impress people on there how many times are we just you know going through the motions having a shitty week and then we post something that you know we had a good vacation or we had a good dessert or we had whatever we're always like trying to trying to project this ideal life when it's never ideal so um and i take that as competing with yourself is super important competing with who you were yesterday is important but competing with other people so if i'm trying to be rogan with the podcast i'm just going to be a terrible version of rogan but if i'm myself i can be a really good version of myself and it takes a lot of practice to get on here i don't think that uh, enough people realize how i don't want to say how hard it is like this is something that's super difficult but you you kind of always hold yourself back a little bit because you're like, do I really want to say that? Do I want to say that out loud? Do I want to tell people I think like that? And when you open yourself up to criticism, when you start doing your own thing, you're always susceptible to that. When people start to know how you really think about things or how you really feel, they can choose to not like you. Your boss can choose to fire you. There's real consequences for what you're talking about. When you're actually being yourself, if you want to hide in your cubicle, not say anything, not be yourself and do that for the next 40 years, that's fine. That's not how I want to live my life. And right now I am doing that. I am hiding in my work from home cubicle and not always sharing my opinions. And that's where I'm at in life. That's where I need to be for right now. But freedom is something that I value. And if I'm going to value freedom competition with other people isn't really worth it i don't need to be competing with anybody else all i want is freedom for myself and uh yeah i think that was a really good one that i liked there is another one here let me go to page 75 all right if you're gonna live in a city for 10 years if you're gonna be in a job for five years, if you're in a relationship for a decade, you should be spending one to two years deciding these things. These are highly dominating decisions. Those three decisions really matter. You have to say no to, ev- 
to everything and free up your time so that you can solve the important problems. Those three are probably the biggest ones. So how many times do we do we do that? Do we find ourselves in shitty relationships? How many times do are we like, yeah, I'm not really living where I want to live, but it's just a year, it's just two years, whatever. So he goes on to say two, and this is a tweet from Naval. It says, an old boss once warned, you'll never be rich since you're obviously smart and someone will always offer you a job that's just good enough. That one hits hard because if you are smart, and I'm not saying smart in the sense of, um, you know, life smarts. I'm saying if you're good at, if you were good at college, if you had a good GPA, you're going to get offered a good job. If you apply for one, doesn't matter what you think about the company. It doesn't matter what your real thoughts are. If you can bullshit your way through an interview, you're going to get a good job. You're going to get paid a decent salary. And it's hard to give that up because when you're making 50, 60 grand a year, it's really easy to kind of shove some of those feelings down there. Maybe you hate your job, but you're like, I'm not going to leave these 50, 60 G's. I'm not going to leave that comfort. I can buy anything I want. I have the nice car. I have the nice apartment. And uh, I think that, you know, goes back to the freedom, like always having that out. And I think it's really easy. I mean, in our society, like you're expected, you need to go to college. You're expected to be quote unquote smart, even though all that means if you graduated college, that just means that you can recite textbooks. That means you can agree with what your professors want you to learn. That's about it. So I really like that one. The last one I'm going to read is um, based on those decisions. It's going down into that too. If I'm faced with a difficult choice such as, should I marry this person? Should I take this job? Should I buy this house? Should I move to this city? Should I go into business with that with this person? If you cannot decide, the answer is no. And the reason is modern society is full of options. Another thing that I always talk about on the podcast there are tons and tons of options. We live on a planet of several billion people, and we are connected to everybody on the internet. There are hundreds of thousands of careers available to you. There's so many choices. You're biologically not built to realize how many choices there are. Historically, we've evolved in tribes of 150 people. When someone comes along, they may be your only option for a partner. When you, when you choose something, you get locked in for a long time. Starting a business may take 10 years. You start a relationship that will be five years or maybe more. You move to a city for 10 to 20 years. These are very, very long-lived de- long decisions. It's very important we only say yes when we are pretty certain. You're never going to be absolutely certain, but you're going to be very certain. If you find yourself creating a spreadsheet for a decision with a list of yes or no's, pros and cons, checks and balances, why this is good or bad, forget it. If you can't decide, the answer is no. I love that. If you... um. I mean, how often do we do this? We think about, you know, should I buy this? Should I should I take this job? Should I keep working this job? Should I, you know, start this new business? If it's if it's even a question, then it's a no. It's like with this podcast, am I going to keep doing it? Yes, it's not even a question. Even if I can't get guests, even if it doesn't get as many listeners as I want to talk talk about, I'm just still going to do it. And eventually I'm going to get good at it i'm gonna get good enough at it where i can start to bring on those high level people and it goes back to goes back to the values so you need to 
I mean, pick those couple things that are really important to you and go all in on them. Like, that's where I go back to, you know, not living up to your expectations. When you pick those things that are super important to you and you don't live up to them, it's really hard to fucking swallow. You need, that's where you really need to sit with yourself. Sit with yourself. Ask yourself, are you doing everything you can? And when the answer is no, reevaluate. Write things down. Make a list. Um, what can you do today? That's always going to be something I'm going to preach on the podcast. I'm not into the motivational stuff. I see it all the time on social media where people are just, people are super motivated. And it's social media, so you don't even know how they're feeling. You don't know day to day what their life is looking like. They're just super motivated all the time. I don't really buy into that because I lose motivation all the time. There's days where I don't want to train. There's days where I don't want to do this podcast. There's days where I don't want to reach out to people on Instagram, do the things that I need to do. But on those days, what do you actually do? Do you follow through or do you just let it slide? I've been letting it slide. I am, you know, on this podcast to stop letting it slide, to actually put it out there and say, hey, not living up to it. I need to change the way I'm doing things. And uh, hopefully this will keep me accountable. Hopefully it'll keep you guys accountable. But when you're going through something that um, really kind of questions what you're doing, you need to ask yourself, like, is this worth it? Is this worth, you know, the next five years of my life? Is this worth the next 10 years of my life? And if the answer is yes, then you're just going to have to do things that you don't want to do. You're going to have to live on those days that you're not motivated and do the five things that you wrote down that you need to do all the time. So that's uh, my rambles for this week. I hope this one was informative, um, keeping me accountable. I hope uh, if there's anything you guys feel like you're not being accountable to yourself on, you can reflect on this one. Um, share it out on Instagram. Uh, this one's going to be on YouTube as well. So if you want to watch me speak these words, you can feel free to do that. I'll link that up in the show notes. But thank you guys so much for tuning in as always, and I'll talk to you next week.